0: what's up race fans and welcome to another episode of the Piscina Report here we are end of season 2021 this is episode 30 oh my god I can't believe how many episodes we've had episode 30 that'd be there Takanakagami episode. What an absolute ah. legend! Riding for LCR Honda, he's one of my absolute all-time favourite riders. He is—he's the Banzai Bullet. He's fantastic. But here we are, end of the season. Um, the the winners have all been set. Everyone's away on holidays. We're enjoying seeing everyone's Instagram feeds. So there's not really much going on at this time of year, or is there? We'll find out soon. But we thought we'd come to you with a very special episode at the end of the year and talk about the, our top ten best moments of the year we're we going to do another one in a couple of days that you also see with a top 10 worst moments of the year or are they our bottom 10 moments of the year now nah, you know what i mean but for this one we're going to stick with the top 10 best moments of the year each of us are going to go through our highlights and then Manuel's going to tell us why we're wrong and then why his <laughs> ones are the best ones that's not really what happens with these things and that voice you can uh, you can hear in the background there i'm going to mix it up a little bit i'm going to say hello to el jefe first hey boss how you doing how's your break been Hello. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> he, he's,
1: he's a bit slow. Hello. Well,
2: Hello. Uh, you know, I think that uh, these days, these uh, Christmas days, are for all of us a little bit crazy. Too much food. Every this is clear. Uh,
0: yeah.
2: <laughs> In some cases, too much alcohol as well. And That's now, nice. pre- preparing for the New Year's Eve. That is the yes. the final the final shot of these holidays. That's and it. I have been. I wouldn't say that I have been relaxed, but because there, are, there were some things going on and closing the years and so yeah. far, and very much uh, focused on Marquez before we start.
0: Mm. Yeah, yes. Yeah. So I've just heard that there's been a little bit of news where they're saying, oh, his progress is adequate, but they're really not sure what's going on with, with the eye issues. Tell me, tell me the goss.
2: Yes, the ghost No, you know that we do uh, not gossip. We-,
1: we don't gossip. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so, no, look, he went through uh, a checkup, right? Mm-hmm. And the the the, the press release, the official statement said said that he progresses. Uh, Adequate or something yeah, like that. Ad- right?
0: Yeah, adequately. Such a vanilla comment that doesn't actually tell exactly, you anything. <laughs> on. On. That's fantastic.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. At <laughs> the look, the thing not, have not changed.
0: Right. Okay. okay. But he's letting... still having the issue. He's still having yes. blurring, double vision if he puts pressure on it.
2: Yes, he's still. And I have to say something that may sound very controversial.
0: Go on. <gasps> Not on the procedure, <gasps> report.
2: But what I will say, I stick it and I say in front of the Pope, it's, if necessary. Yep. Ooh, we're recording. On. It's okay, go.
0: He's retiring. Tick-tack,
2: tick-tack, tick-tack, tick-tack. Look, uh, Mark's double vision, he has had this for
1: a long time. Since
0: when he bumped his head, has it been since then he's
2: had... Moto, was it Moto 2, Moto 3? No, 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 no. no. This season he has raced with double vision.
0: Oh, right. So it's it's come back earlier this year.
2: Yes, it's an issue that he has been worried about. It has been kept secret.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Oh.
2: But uh, it has not been, once again, it has not been, as the official statement said, a Training that he hit the head. Mm. It, this is not the reality to say it in an elegant way, you know.
1: Right, yeah, Do You think okay. they used his shoulder and arm injury to cover this then for a while? Because I know no, we no, discussing... no, no. His shoulder
2: and his arm injury were there. Were they but that
1: bad? I don't
2: know. I, I don't know. No, no, they were bad, but I, I don't know in when exactly this happened. But he remember that he crashed 22 times. Yeah. this season, yeah. and there were crashes, terrible crashes, like the one in Jerez. Mm-hmm. Remember that one in Jerez? Mm-hmm. Then he had yeah. other heart crashes, and he has been with this issue for a while.
0: Mm. So, okay, so again, what...
2: the truth, look, the truth always appears sooner or later. Yep, you know, so telling uh fairy tales, I always say it's not the right strategy Mm
0: -hmm. yeah exactly exactly so do you think that we're we're at risk of not seeing him on the grid next season i don't know wow okay the 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 thing is manuel the fact that even that you say i don't know is a concern you know because that means it's up in the air
2: oh no no and they don't know Mm. so i don't know and they don't know because you know the situation is they don't want to Put him on a surgery room, he put it in a surgery room again. Yeah. So they are waiting and we will see what's happening. Pattern, it's a situation, it's a worrying situation. But even so, look, uh, we saw Marcus doing incredible things.
0: He's won three races this year, for God's sake. Like, <laughs> you know,
2: he did incredible things. And as they don't have explained the situation, the same way we admire what he has done in this condition we can ask ourselves if th- some of the things he did were also related with this i can't yeah. tell you what happened in silverstone with martin mm. you know at the end if when they hide the things once again they give they opened the door to all type of speculation. and
0: Exactly. Exactly. And it's always the same. Yeah, that's right. And always, we always seem to be talking about this in the context of Honda. You know, they, they, their PR, their press, their marketing department, whatever you want to call it, publicity department. Sorry. It seems to be terrible. Whether that's coming from Alberto Puig or somebody else, I don't know, but they're clearly not doing a very good job. Are they?
2: Look, I, I know, you know, that I've worked for Honda for a while. And, they put inside the structure of the team, a top guy in communication. Mm -hmm. He he was an Italian, directly linked with Japan, but he was Italian. A guy who had worked for um, Camel, for a lot of big companies as Mm -hmm. a communication responsible. He lasted one year because they blocked every initiative they blocked because why because that company is run by engineers and yeah. engineers think that if they spend one dollar one dollar in communication is a dollar thrown away
1: yeah mm. so important especially at the level that this is though you need to have a real yeah, not, not,
2: not for the engineers, you know, the engineers no. they yeah. live they live in another world they are in pluto or in saturn I, exactly turning yeah. around
0: yeah they literally don't care. We've
1: spoken about that with some of the riders that don't like the media. That's part of it. That's part of this whole, I was going to say game, this whole sport. Right, game. Yeah. It's, the media look, is huge.
2: I, 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 have, I have spoken with a friend of mine who is a director of one circuit in the championship. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he told me, look, the difference between MotoGP in Austin, for example, when they raced in Austin, we saw Hamilton doing PR in Florida. Mm-hmm. We saw Fernando Alonso doing PR in New York.
0: Mm-hmm. We
2: saw Bottas or I don't know, yep. doing PR in LA.
0: Exactly.
2: You know? And then the same, when the Dorna did this, they said Valentino never went to any of these things. What was to be seen, he didn't like. Mm-hmm. Uh, Marque, no sé qué. At the end, they sent who? They sent Luca Marini with all respect they sent, you know, Lorenzo Baldassari. Oh, sorry.
0: They, they send so the new they, boys. They go off you go.
2: Yeah. yeah. No, and the ones, the, but the big fish, the names who could yeah. attract the cloud to the show, Yeah. they are just, they didn't know. I don't go to this kind of stuff. And Donna didn't push them. Yeah. Liberty <laughs> Media, who is the owner of the championship, as you know, Liberty, they are Americans. And they yeah. know, and the Americans know how to to manage the shows,
0: you know? yeah,
2: And this is the big difference.
0: Yeah, it it is. You're dead right. You're dead right. right. I'm wondering,
1: I was just going to say quickly, um, I know a lot of people I've spoken to recently have started following F1 because of the the, um, Drive to Survive documentary that was made. And I heard that there's a MotoGP one coming out next year. Is it Amazon Prime or... That that one. Yeah. I don't know if it's already been filmed, but I'm very keen to see how yeah, much influence filmed, that's yeah. going to have because so many people, purely because they've been sitting in lockdown, watch in COVID, watching this documentary. I hope that MotoGP will. I hope so, and I think it will.
0: Realistically, it will. It will boost the numbers. It will boost the interest. There's there's a very different dynamic in MotoGP than there is in mm-hmm. F1, though, that is going to make it a lot more difficult. And I was reading about this a couple of weeks ago. Um, that I didn't actually think of until you know, until it was brought up. Um, and that's the fact that the native language of F1 is English. All of the teams, yeah, yeah, they, yeah. they communicate and they speak in English. In MotoGP, the native languages are Spanish and, Spanish and Italian. The mm-hmm. yeah. majority by, of the teams, but... they work in Spanish and Italian. So just for the TV show, just, just for the sake of that, you're going to have a lot of subtitles. There's going yeah. to be a lot of subtitles. And there's there's, there's also a lot of mistrust still because it, they haven't had the first season yet. And so I know from, from the, what they've been saying, the camera teams, they were denied a lot of access where with the F1 teams, oh, right, they good. managed to get the access because okay. a lot of the MotoGP teams were scared that they didn't want to let these guys in because they were going to lose some secrets to other teams, that sort of thing. So okay. it's early yeah. days. So yeah. let, let's, because, let's see how it works.
2: Because what the one who run these teams are engineers
0: mm, they exactly. are, not right. are not pr people They there are
2: not pr people They understand the value people and this you know who is to blame uh the, the the organizer the people who run the championship they should force yep Said, yep. look here we pay a lot of money to you this is a business mm. hey there is a nice part and it's a part that you don't like but it's your
0: job yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. That's what happened in F1. Realistically, you look at it eight or ten years ago. The sport was struggling. It was struggling for numbers, and those teams didn't voluntarily come out of that age to where they are now. They they were dragged kicking and screaming exactly. into into this new age because somebody with some strength that was you know at the, at the end of the Bernie Eccleston area and the beginning of Liberty Media area, they dragged them out of that. And the same thing needs to happen with MotoGP. You're dead right.
2: Stu, it's just the name Liberty Media.
1: Yes, exactly. <laughs> You're owned by a media
0: company. <laughs> it's in yeah. the name, please. <laughs> All right, look, hey, hey, we've we've gotten off to a great start. We've we've done a typical Casino Report thing and gone off at a tangent. That's awesome. So Can Andrew, I say hello? Yeah, I was going to say before we do anything else. Hi my dear, how you doing? As tell you're... me about a certain little uh, little, little trip
1: that a you little might adventure had a had... few weeks
0: ago yeah, I, yeah. As you were
1: talking I was like Manuel's going to keep talking now and no one's going to ask me how I'm going <laughs> and I've got so much to tell you all <laughs> So when was a Stu? It was only like three weeks ago. Three
0: weeks ago. Yeah, it was about three weeks ago.
1: Three weeks ago, Stu flew here to Adelaide and we went to Tail and Bend for four nights. It was awesome. Wow. And we drank so much beer. Oh, we drank so much and beer. listened to so much 90s music. Um I also filmed Stu sleeping. Oh, I should post that. Um, we went to the Australian Superbikes round. Jack yep. Miller was there.
0: Yep.
1: We got to walk on the grid and talk with everyone and Manuel gave me strict instructions to behave <laughs> and Not I was that. trying with all my, so we were talking about this before we started recording for those that have been following us for a while. I came into this, we've been doing this for two seasons now, by the way, which has been wow. just an absolute blessing in my life. So we've done two years of this together until three weeks ago. I had never, ever, ever been to a live race. So well. My ovaries exploded 27 times, I think, over that weekend because I still, I will never forget the moment of my first race start. Yep. We were, like, talking to Jack Miller. Um, Oh, my God, I don't even know where to start. It was the most mind-blowing weekend. It was when you were talking before about the PR side of things. I was just reflecting on, we talk about MotoGP on an international um, arena. Yep. Here in Australia, the superbikes obviously don't have a huge following either. So it was so good to see Jack Miller come back here. He rode his own bike. He did it on his own. There mm-hmm. was the young guys at the circuit that had him, you know, he was walking around talking to him. The guys that were racing against him were, you know, busting their butts because they were going to be in the international media if they beat yeah. Jack Miller at the superbikes. Yeah. Like there were so many positive and amazing things oh, for okay. that weekend. And it was just, yeah, it was so good. Manuel, you should have been
0: here. (laughs) It was was so good. We had T-shirts made up and everything, Manuel, with Piscina Report on them. It was really good. I was going to get one made up with the Piscina Report logo on the front. And then, you know that photo of you... Riding the 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 fairground ride motorbike where you're leaning oh, over. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to get that photo on the back, right, with the caption underneath that says, "Where the hell is Manuel?" Oh, <laughs> we should have done
1: it. We'll should do that next it. time. We will. But um, <laughs> we yeah, so um, one other quick thing I wanted to share. So because now, thank you, Manuel and Stew, have turned me into a rev head. I just bought myself for Christmas. Um, I'm doing the driver experience so I can drive a Mustang with an actual driver around the racetrack for cool. five laps. They coach me and cool. I've bought myself three hot laps in a Porsche. <laughs> 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 my Christmas present to myself. <laughs> oh my God, you've turned into a total of <laughs> What oh, have you awesome. done to me? I used to be a lady.
0: You're welcome. <laughs>
2: yeah, you're <laughs> a gasoline addict. No. I, exactly. I,
1: I, I get well, everyone that's listening, I guess you all have the same thing. It's like, it's a physical response now. Mm. So. Like, your body actually responds. Yep.
0: You don't, you don't understand until the first time you're actually there. Like, you, you, obviously, you had it so lucky. We were standing right on the grid wall, on the pit wall, as the, you know, as the red lights went out, and 25 um, superbikes went screaming past us. Uh, well, in, in Jack Miller's case, bunny hopping past <laughs> he us. He couldn't handle a launch control. Uh, but, yeah, yeah, the look on Andrew's oh. face was absolutely priceless. It was brilliant. It
1: was, it was. so good. Indeed. So, I'm ready to see what 2022 brings. Besides aliens, I'm keen to get yep. to Europe to come to a MotoGP race, Manuel.
0: Definitely. Definitely. Let's do there's it. There's okay. your warning. Okay, there's your warning. <laughs> right, let's kick off. Here we go. So, all right. top, top 10. Ooh. Who wants to start? Manuel, you can start, boss. Do you want to go from 10 all the way to one? Do you have them in any particular order or are these? Yes, I alone? have
2: them in a, in a special order. Ooh. Ooh. All right, go, go, go for We go from 10 to one, right?
0: Yes, do it.
2: Uh, number ten, I would, I, I have uh, put on my list. Uh, mm-hmm. Nea Bastianini, okay. Yes. Nea Bastianini, who yeah. has performed well, yep. especially considering the bike he has. Yep. Especially uh, that Nea, Misano ride. Exactly, Misano is, is basically the best circuit he has, but uh, he has shown, look, that he is a very, he has learned mm. along the season very clearly. And we give him uh, position ten in. I give him position ten in my list.
0: Nice, okay, nice, very good. I, and that's and that's a really good point, Manuel. I was really, you know, up in the air about about the beast at the beginning of the year. I wasn't sure, you know. I was thinking, ah, oh, does he does he really justify it? But Should yeah, he be up
1: there? I,
0: yeah, yeah. I wasn't sure, but now I, I completely agree.
2: He has learned, and he's he's basically very good in. Managing the tires in the second part of the races. And this is clearly um, a sign of talent. Yep. Mm -hmm. You know, because this is something that you don't learn, especially being a rookie. Okay. Number, Number nine. Number nine. The two last laps at the Red Bull ring under the rain.
0: Oh yeah, Binder and, and who's who's first? Yeah. Who's <laughs> oh my God! Yes. I think I
2: think that, that was That these were the two most yes. exciting laps in the whole season. We I think we all stood up. There was a yep. moment where Luca Marini was on the podium. Then yeah. Valentino. Yep. Yeah, that's the... right.
0: Ballet was on the podium for about five seconds.
2: And we saw that uh, Binder Brad could not stop the bike. He almost got off the off track every yep. time on your record. So wins was the race really... at 30 k's an hour or something?
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he walked over the line. Oh my
2: so this, God. for me, uh, was number nine. Uh, okay. exciting, the best racing moment of the year. Um, then yeah. on position number eight, maybe a surprise, I put Dennis Foggia. Why? Ooh, Dennis Foggia? Yeah.
0: Yes. Because he owned of the his, second half of the season.
2: His character. You know, he fought until the very end against the guy that all of us said that is something special. But Dennis mm-hmm. Foggia didn't give give up. Yeah. He really fought, fought, fought until the last moment. It's mm-hmm. not because of the result, it's because of what he showed on the track as a character, you know?
0: Mm-hmm. Yep, 100 percent 100 percent
2: Okay. Oh, yeah. okay number, uh, seven. number seven, seven. seven number seven i i put raul Fernandez
1: number yep. seven he's not higher up on your list yep uh
2: no he was but I have changed it he put in okay. seven because he did super perform as a rookie obviously but another rider with the same bike beat him mm-hmm yeah, okay, either enough. with much more experience, but uh, Raúl really astonishing, you know, and mm. he he must be one of these special guys because three factories in MotoGP. All
0: be fighting every day. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah.
2: A job.
1: So they ended up giving. We spoke about this, I think, in our last episode or two. There was some discussions about whether he was going to. Not go to MotoGP and stay in Moto Two. If no, this, something has, to
2: do with- this has been, this has been solved. He will race but, KTM, and this is how it. The that's what to has-
1: because they gave his brother a seat. Yes. Yep. Yes.
2: Okay. Okay. We are now on number six. Six. Number six. Jorge Martin.
0: Yeah. Yep. Fair enough. Yep. I was. Yeah. I was really thinking about putting him in my list. Yep.
2: Because, why? Because, look, apart from what he showed on track, again, what I admire more is the character. After yeah. breaking eight bolts, eight bolts in that terrible crash, yeah. he came back and performed super well.
0: Yeah. And, you know,
2: yeah. again, the character is for Did rattling. Yeah.
0: yeah. And, and that's the thing. We've seen so many riders, and I think we might have spoken about it at the beginning of the year. We say, yes, they're really fast in the lower classes. They come to MotoGP. <laughs> And they just try too hard and they take themselves out and they don't learn. But we saw with Jorge Martin, yes, he, he, he maybe tried too hard. He maybe made that big mistake when in his second or third race, I think it was at the beginning of the season, but I was expecting that was it for him for the year. I was expecting that we weren't (laughs) going to see anything else, but to see him come back and be so competitive towards the end of the season, Absolutely amazing. He he's definitely one to watch for the next few years.
2: And, and there are two more things that I want to say about Jorge Martin. One is that character-wise, he looks pretty close to Mark Marquez. Ooh. He Ooh, goes with he he goes with everything full. He doesn't yeah, yeah. Uh, you know he's a all all in. He's all or nothing. All or nothing. nothing. Yep. Yeah. And then the other thing I like for, of Jorge is that you, you you see that he is enjoying. He's like a kid in Disneyland because mm-hmm. he, he's always happy when things go well. He's really excited, you know?
0: Yep, exactly. So it's,
2: he really he enjoys, like being in an amusement park, riding mm-hmm. these bikes. And yep. this, is, again, is something that he transmits very well, you know?
0: Yeah, okay. completely how it should be.
2: We are number five, no? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Number five, I put Banyaya.
0: Peko, yeah. Yep, Vagnagna, yep. uh,
2: because he's a he's, uh, super strong end of the season. Oh, Basically, yep, sure. there's the fastest rider. What yep. penalizes him is the start of the season. Okay. Hmm. The first win arrived very late. Sometimes it was his fault, other times, not. Mm-hmm. not uh, there were some technical issues, but Peko is number five on my list. Yep. Then. Number
1: four. I'm very. Um, you've got me thinking what the next five are going to be. Yeah. <laughs> because I'm. I know there's going to be a Rossi comment in there, but I can't think what was.
2: No, the next on my list is <laughs> Pedro Acosta.
1: Yeah.
0: Yes. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Yep.
2: And not that much. Also, of course, his uh, his performance were astonishing. Rookie. There has been no rookie. In the whole history of the championship, there has been no rookie with the same performance as him. Yep. But what makes me put him that high is how superior he was technically compared with his rivals.
0: Exactly. He, did,
2: he did things on the bike that were technically 10 steps over the rest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no? yeah, exactly. How he turned, how he braked. How ex- it was the technique that he showed that he's somebody super different.
1: I think he, you took us through that a bit throughout the season, Manuel, in different episodes, seeing how he hugged the line tighter and the way he leaned. Just yeah. I'm just doing, I'm changing this to simple terms for people like me to yeah. understand exactly what you just said. <laughs> well, that's it. Yeah, no, you yeah. Did, right. It's just the way you tax a corner is completely yeah.
0: different to, to the other riders.
1: And even for yeah. me, I can see that in just with my limited knowledge, you can see how much he stands yeah, out And He's he
2: capable to win, escaping to win in the last uh, lap uh, re- uh, fight, yep. he has to win in so many ways. So he's from, from pit uh, lane. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, yeah. he yeah. has a, a whole uh, how do you say uh, issues mm-hmm. to use in racing yes. technique. Racing technique. technique. Yeah, yep Okay, uh, number four. No number. Number three. Number three. Number three. There we go. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Stu, who do you
1: think he's going to What do you think he's going to say?
0: For number three, Remy. Number three, Fabio Quartararo. Ah, ah, Fabio. <laughs> uh, who? Yeah, who's Fabio, this guy? What, who because,
2: uh, look, basically, obviously being the world champion in MotoGP is the pinnacle of racing. Yeah. But what uh, I like most of him is. Look, think of what I'm going to say. He, last season, we knew very well which were his uh, weak points. That yep. mm-hmm. when things didn't go well, he just gave up. Mm-hmm. So during last winter, he, I think, reflected very well. And this year, he turned his weak points into one of his strong points.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: One of his strong points now is which? That he understands accepts the the best result possible every day. Yep. So he doesn't get frustrated like he did last year. So he did a super step forward
0: in this, you know? Yeah, definitely.
2: As a writer, there, there has been a clear evolution, and this is fantastic.
0: Maturity, that's right, exactly.
2: Maturity that, for example, we have not seen in Vinales, we have not seen in Jack Miller, but Fabio has back. And these are the riders that go step by step, you know, that get there.
0: Yeah. Congratulations
2: exactly. to Fabio, and remember that he went over the arm pump problem in Jerez, the mm-hmm. zipper in Montmeló, nipple yeah. gate.
1: I'm
2: <laughs> like nipple <Yeah>. gate, nipple <laughs> gate. <laughs> 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 okay, number two, and this is the big surprise you will never.
1: Maverick like, Vinales.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Maybe it's maybe it's at the top in
0: another list. Yeah, in another list. <laughs> so on.
2: number two, the Ducati Desmo.
0: Yeah, okay, fair enough. Yeah. I I had a serious think about that as well for, for mine. The, yeah but, but yeah, what a what a what a beast. What a machine. Yeah, it's
2: the master, the masterpiece of Daliña. After so many years. Yeah. The Ducati Desmo Sedici won. With so many riders, did pole position with so many riders is the bike that all the riders of the grid would like to to ride at this moment. So the Desmo has been
0: Desmo. Exactly, yeah. What's that word
1: mean? What does that word mean?
0: What, Desmo? Desmo. Yeah. It's, okay, so the, the Desmodronic gear, Valve the valve gear arrangement is a specific invention that Ducati made. Oh, this was awesome. um, I, I do
1: not know what you're talking about. That's yeah, makes and, sense.
0: And so the, so the bike is called the Desmo Sedici. Is that correct, Manuel?
1: Yes.
2: Desmo is the way the valves are Accionados are, yeah, a- uh
1: actuated. yeah, oh, a- ac- actuated. Access, yeah, actuated.
0: it's it's like it's a it's basically a gear driven mechanical valve system, exactly, as, a, as opposed to relying on springs and lifters and stuff. Um, so yeah, oh
1: yeah,
0: it's a
2: very difficult, uh, it's a very old system, but mm-hmm. super difficult to really make it work accurate. But Ducati has such an experience in this; is the only brand that uses this. Yeah. And that's why, for example, Dovicioso was called Desmodovi.
0: Desmodovi.
1: That's where I'd heard it before. I was like, I don't know
2: what you're talking about.
1: Okay. <laughs> okay. And, uh, and, the, and the Oscar goes to? <laughs> there can only be one. Mark Marquez.
0: Mark Marquez. Oh, no nice. Rossi in all nice. of this list. Not in this list. What? Mark Marquez top of your list. So what are you saying for 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 his three wins for for how for what he has done this year? Well
2: again again he showed that he is a real this character. Yep. With uh, one one arm and a half he did what he did. He crashed 22 times. He yep. pushed, he raced, he fought, he stood up. You know He's he's a real champion. He's oh, he is. he's a g- gladiator. What do you expect of a gladiator? That's Marcus, you know? Yep. And he shows that he thinks that the throne of MotoGP is his. Course, and, he, yeah. and he goes to the end. Compare his his approach with the one of Joan Mir. Yeah.
1: What I struggled with, because this was the first Oh, sorry, obviously I saw him last season when he got you know, he didn't race very much, did he? And I was, when he came back and he was starting to be up there, I was like, no, I don't want him to, I don't want this guy. And then, but then there was that feeling that was like, Oh, hang on, actually, yes, go. I want you to win. And then, so it was really disappointing to then have everything happen to him and not see what he most likely could have won the championship easily. Yeah. Yeah. Look, uh,
2: we all uh, agree. Liking him or not, this is not the point. That mm-hmm. MotoGP with Mark Marquez is one thing, and MotoGP yep. yes. without Mark is another sport.
0: Yeah, Huge. Exactly. Yeah. It's a, it's a better place to have him yes. there. Is MotoGP is just such a much better place. It steps I mean, I, it up. It, it does completely. I, I, I'm i like you, Andrew. I've said for years, I was never a Mark fan. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I never really dug deep into what was going on behind the scenes. But in these last few years, since we've been doing this and I've been looking at it in a completely different light, I've so much respect for for, for this mm-hmm. guy. Yeah. But for like you say, Manuel, just the competitive spirit that he brings and and just how he elevates all those people around him is- even
1: the behind the scenes psychological warfare. Yes. yes. <laughs> like yes, it just exactly. it's just ah oh, so good. Yeah, and,
0: and every every time he appears
2: on the grid, the rest are thinking, oh, oh yes. what is going to do? That's mm-hmm. only with him. But only even though
1: him. the story you told us, Manuel at the hotel when he walked into the gym and sat and did his bits and then left, and yes. oh, it's so <laughs> much—it's so much fun. And they'd all be like, "Whoa!" Just oh, it brings it to a whole new level.
0: Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And okay, all that's- those, that, sorry, I was going to say, Manuel, for all those people watching and listening um, that that don't know, um, this is not a case of oh, just another Mark fanboy going, oh, Mark was fantastic this year. No. Manuel has made it quite clear <laughs> in the past. He is also not actually a fan of Mark Marquez. He's – when we had – I think we had a conversation, didn't we, Manuel? Mark or valet? Mark or valet? And, and Manuel quite clearly said he's actually more on the valet side of things than Mark. He doesn't agree with a lot of things that Mark has done in the past, how he's pushed Yeah, but – So for you to make this, giving this credit top where it's of your doing. list, that mm-hmm. is amazing. Yep. Yeah, but
2: think, look uh, he is, again. He's a real champion. He's uh, it's a sportsman mm-hmm. to the end, you know.
0: Exactly, exactly. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. Okay. So, so there you go. Top of your I list, wanna, Mark. Sorry, I have a question. Yeah. Go.
1: I know Manuel had a list and Stu had a list, but Manuel's the boss so we went with his list. Yeah. <laughs> Who were, what was on your list, Stu that was not in Manuel's well, I'm going to go through mine now. Yeah, there was a, there was a
0: lot on mine. There, there was some that was the same. There was some that was more specific, but there was there were some different ones. So I'll I'll go through. Do you want to go through yours first, Andrew, or do you want me to go through mine? You're ready. Go on. There, done. That's it. <laughs> All right. Okay, I'll go through bit- <laughs> mine. Okay. So here we go, ladies and gentlemen. Drum roll. Okay. excuse top ten. So now everyone, this is where everyone turns off. This is the part in the YouTube video where you put the little thing, so you can see where to stop.
1: Imagine okay. what mine would have been like. It would have been like, oh yeah, Fabio is number ten because he got his nipples out. Yeah, exactly. And, yeah. and <laughs> someone did a shoey, That's number nine. Someone's some dudes out. <laughs> should have done. So. Should have. I was moving house today. And that's why I'm not prepared. But um, I should have done an Andrew list, shouldn't I?
0: Ah well, see, we, we, you can <laughs> do that in your <laughs> yes. for the worst <laughs> one. Indeed. All right. Okay. Here's mine, number okay. ten. So I, I didn't do mine. Um, in, in, a, in a specific order, but the more I look at it, the more I think, yeah, it's actually quite reasonably accurate for a correct order. So I'll start at 10 and, and work my through as well. So in number 10, I've got Jack Miller's first dry win in Jerez this year, of course. Jack Miller's win. He he struggled a little bit at the beginning of the season. He knew all the pressure was on him. Um, and then he had that, uh, the the waters broke in in Jerez. Um And he was his waters broke as well. He had a cry. He was very emotional. It was a wonderful moment for him. Didn't do so well for the rest of the season, but I think that one there was was a, was a very good. But he he uh, he won
2: the the race after as well, no? In Le Mans yes, or not?
0: He did. That's right. Yeah, he got he got two on the drop. Yeah,
2: I, I personally would give more credit to the second one for the because the the first one. uh was basically a problem with Fabio. The second one, he showed that.
0: True. The first Petra, was the, not the, gratis. The first one was Fabio's arm pump, wasn't it? Exactly. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. So, Let's so go. That's, so that's number ten. So number nine, uh, similar to yours, I, I had Pecco. So Pecco's uh, specifically Pecco's perfect second half of the season, you know. Yes. Uh, and I think you said the same thing, Manuel. Pecco would have been right up there competing with Fabio, right up till the end. Um, if he had a better start to the season. But that second half of the season, he really dominated. He had a yeah, start. very well. Yeah, yes. for sure.
2: Okay, Indo- very good. Num- we number agree. eight.
0: He, he, there we go, yeah. Uh, number eight, specifically for me, Pedro's pit lane to podium. To, to, oh, to yes. The, to the top of the podium in Doha. Mm. That... You know, like, yeah. Look, a lot of riders started in pit lane that day, and a lot of and Moto three. Maybe it's not so much of a, um, of a of a penalty to start from the pit lane. And it was a messy race, but it
1: still doesn't it doesn't change exactly. the result. Very, yeah, that's right
0: for him. And, and Manuel, I think he said as well for, for for Pedro to have the ability to win races from the front. Win races in a battle. Win races coming through from the back. He's really shown that he's an all-round racer. And that one was, oh, for me, that was that was my highlight of the season. That was, that was amazing. Very good.
1: Why is it not number one,
0: then? Oh, no, no, My highlight for, well, well yeah, one of my highlights for Pedro. Yeah, there you go. so Number right, seven. Yeah. Number seven in my best moments is I've got Rossi's retirement. And the reason <laughs> I've got in Rossi's retirement is because I they think a switch. Switch. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It, it, was, it was bittersweet. It finally lifted that, that veil. It, it, it put away the question, when's he going to retire? What's going to happen? When's he going to retire? And from there, it was beautiful to see every race after that was a tribute. Every race <laughs> after that, the Rossi fans were out, the yellow flares were out, the flags were out. It was just a, a, a fantastic to see. Right. Nothing bad happened. Yeah, exactly. Nothing bad happened. He almost got on the podium in Austria. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but was... for, yeah for, for me, it's um it's bittersweet. And for those that are gonna tune in for the ten worst, yes, I do also, I'll give you a tip now. I do also have it in my ten worst moments of the season, but, but because it's bittersweet. Um number six for me, um again, I agree with you, Manuel. I've got the beast. Um, his performances, especially second half of the season. And I've, I've really highlighted his uh, his ride in, in Mazzano. Yes, I know that he, he got the, um, the podium position on the last lap and probably Fabio didn't really care because he'd already won the world championship, blah, blah, blah. Uh, blah, blah. But that, that, he was right. there. But he was there, exactly. And he's on a two-year-old bike and he's managing his tires. Absolutely incredible. So that one for me, as you say, Manuel, he really stands out for me for a rider for the future. Number five, uh, this is where I'm sort of agreeing with you now, Manuel, is old school Mark. Old school Mark Marquez. Very nice. On his anti-clockwise circuits as well the masterclasses that he put on, especially at the Saxon ring and circuit of the Americas circuit of the Americas. I didn't realize he won that by like five seconds or something. That was insane. You know, and the Saxon ring uh, that man, well, I remember the podcast we did before the Saxon ring and you were saying, Oh, I'm all, I'm all in on Mark Marquez winning. And we went, Oh yeah, yeah. You're stupid. You don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) Next thing you know, bang, there you go. Mark Marquez. So yeah, yeah that is. that was that was insane. And for you now to say that you know he was still having blurred vision problems, he's obviously clearly got the injury problem. For him to do that, is that's just crazy. But but it
2: yeah yeah we saw uh, how much 75 percent market yeah, seventy yeah. yep. percent this season. Yeah.
0: Absolutely <laughs> crazy, absolutely crazy. So that's that's number five, number four for me. Again, another one that I agree with you, with you Manuel, Binder's win in Austria. That, oh, yeah. That, that <laughs> yeah. one for me. Yeah, that was, and you, you said before, but on the edge of your seat and standing up, that was genuinely it. I was standing screaming at the TV. No, no, yes. No, no, I don't know what's going on. It was crazy. Even the yes. riders were saying, we had to look up at the screen to see what position. We didn't know what was going on. So, yeah, that was, that was fantastic. I love that one um okay the,
2: podium podium here
0: we go the podium for me so number number three pedro winning his first title so that okay. yep that that for me um r- really sealed that he is something amazingly special that we are going to see a lot more of in the next decade decade and a half 15 years easy um just how he handled that entire season i think three or four races in he had like an 80 something point lead and we were saying shut the gate forget it you know, But then, as as you, you put Foggia in your list, yes, Foggia pulled it back towards the end of the season, but Pedro showed enough guts and determination to be able to stick it out. And for him to get that title on his first go as a rookie and then get straight up to Moto2, absolutely incredible. Yeah. I really enjoyed watching that.
2: Yes, uh, I recommend hardly people who are now bored, they should have a look at the Portugal race oh. where he won the title. There yes. he did things... That is yep. kind of a master lesson, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So people should have a look of,
0: of what sure. a rider
2: can do on the bike.
0: Yeah, that's right. Yeah, the, the, the just the velocity that he he manages to come into a corner with, he gets all his braking done and gets the angle of the bike so right, and he can just do things with those 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 bikes that nobody else can. I'm really really interested to see what he does in a Moto Two bike next year. It'll be good. Uh, for me, number two, second spot on the podium. Fabio's first title fantastic mm-hmm. so look hey it was a year late we all know it should have happened last year um, but he you know ah, 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 he choked a bit last year <laughs> <laughs> so but yeah absolutely cool. France's first ever world champion uh, and Yamaha back on the uh, back on the top step again for which was absolutely amazing to see um, and to see Fabio come through after choking last year, and as you said, Manuel, for him to mature and fix, you know, a lot of those issues. But as we've said in earlier podcasts, he still has a lot of growth to, to do. And so, you know, he's probably seventy or eighty percent of the ultimate rider that he could be eventually. And so, to see him now on a bike that, you know, hey, it's not a Desmo, it's not the Ducati, it's not the strongest Actually. bike on the uh, on the grid. That's right. Uh, for, he, for him to do that, absolutely incredible. That was that was a highlight for me. Very good. Number one, number one. It was, it was always going to be. It was never going to be different. (laughs) I don't know why.
2: I think I can imagine. I don't know why. I don't (laughs) know why.
0: I wonder wonder why it might be. Remy Gardner in his first. (laughs) (laughs) Of course, what a season! Talk about, talk about an up and down season. Mm -hmm. I, I was. I, that last race, I was genuinely, genuinely sitting there going, Oh my God, he could yep. lose it. What's going to go? It, it, it was And incredible. his dad's
1: there watching and generally yep. he falls off when his dad's there watching. Yes, yes, yeah. We're all like, Bugger off, go away, leave yep, him alone. Yeah, yeah.
0: It was, it was cool. Brilliant.
1: Um, I do have one thing that was my highlight.
0: Go on then. Because I just
1: thought of it as how prepared. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I love that Moto 2 and Moto 3 came down to the last race of the season. Yeah. That was just yeah, uh, well, MotoGP what second to last race, which I'm guessing is kind of normalish. It's around there, but for those two to come down to that last race, yeah, it, oh,
0: yeah. absolutely amazing. It was it was <laughs> so good, and, and, and that's right. It, it's it was so exciting for the for the entire season. Mm-hmm. We've we've seen lots of seasons in the past where you know, especially in the MotoGP category with uh, with Mark dominating and Valet dominating oh, yeah. before that. You know, the title has been won with four or five. Races to go, you know, and so they've they've been dead robbers as we call them mm-hmm. in, in in Australia and, and in English. Um, but yeah, to see it go down to the wire in almost all the categories mm-hmm. was what a season! I can't think of a season in the last couple of years that's been this exciting all year. It's been been crazy. Well, you
2: you know you know what happens that the memory in racing is very short. Mm-hmm. So it was exciting last year. It yes. was before kind of...
0: <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> That's right, but Um, it's it's exciting for different reasons, isn't it? Last year was exciting because just ridiculous things kept happening. You remember that? We were having podcasts. A crazy crash.
1: What did we just watch? With Zarko and Frankie and the bike nearly taking out Maverick and Rossi and
0: just... Yep, that's right. This year was more more purist, wasn't it? Yeah, indeed, indeed. Cool. Uh, So,
1: look,
2: I, I think that our listeners or our viewers, I would ask them, to tell us their podium mm-hmm. of the best of oh, 2021,
0: definitely. Yeah, give we, us give us your I top really three. would like to know. Yep, for sure. Give us your podium for sure. Pressure's we'll, on um, for you,
1: Yash. I know that you've got you've got yeah. lots tell us.
0: Yeah, <laughs> indeed, 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 yeah, for yeah. sure. So yeah, let, right, us, let us know, guys. Uh, let us know on all all the socials uh, and on the com- in the comments in YouTube. Uh, let us know what you think your, your top three moments for the year are. Uh, let us know if you think that that Manuel and I are wrong. For any reason whatsoever, if you, if you disagree, it. please let us know. Thank you for not including me in that. So, the, <laughs> the first
2: the first one who has to state it is Endra. Your top three,
0: yeah, now, yeah, yeah, go. no, no now, in top. two weeks' time, now. <laughs> okay. I'm like, okay, <laughs> top three, top three moments. Um, off the top of your head,
1: was the Le Mans flag to flag that season or last season?
0: That was this season,
1: that was definitely. My first highlight, where I went, "Holy crap, that was insane!" Yeah, what's going on? Yep, definitely that. Oh, that was good. Okay. Um, definitely Remy winning because you know Australia. Just because Australia. <laughs> Just <'cause> Australia. <laughs> um, oh my god! What else?
0: Oh, there's so many.
1: There are so many. I want to do some Mary Fairy one now because I know Manuel loves it when I get all mother like. <laughs> um.
0: Watching Jack yeah. have a cry.
1: <laughs> no, I'm just going to say, I think Raul and Adrian Fernandez were like a, a highlight for me. So it's not a moment as such, but I just, I just, I really like those boys and yeah, it's not a highlight specifically, but that's my little favourite thing of this season.
0: They get your ovaries going.
1: They do. My motherly ovaries. Nice. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you, you just want to cuddle them and go, it's, it's okay,
1: boys. Yes. Come, <laughs> come let mummy help you. Oh, my God. Awesome. Oh, we were at the Superbikes, Manuel. And, um, oh, no, it wasn't then. I was there for another weekend driving the car and Raul liked one of my Instagram yeah. stories and then Adrian saw and I was, like, running around to people going, oh, my God. And they were like, what are you exactly. talking about?
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fernandez, Fernandes, Who is Fernandez?
0: Exactly, yeah. He's not here. We don't know him.
1: Yeah.
0: What? Really so awesome. good. All right, fantastic. All guys, right, look, guys. what we'll do, we'll take a break um, and then we'll we'll jump back in with a completely new episode um, and we'll we'll talk about the 10 low points of the season. I think that's going to be really good. And then we're going to have a look and see who watches more of what. That's what we're going to do. Oh, in good, the, in good the, idea. Yes, yeah, yes. Indeed, precious. Okay. So for all okay, those guys that, that don't tune in, I'll, we'll see you later. Uh, have an amazing 2021 New Year's. It's going to be New Year's soon. Make sure you like, subscribe, hit the notification bell. Uh, we're going to be doing loads of stuff in the off-season. We're going to be talking about testing. We're going to be talking about new developments in 2022. And we're going to be talking about rider movements, all that sort of stuff. So make sure you get in there and keep engaged with the Piscina Report. Yeah. Bye! Bye!